Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, is a podcast where comedian Michael Ornelas is traveling the country, eating at all chain restaurants in search of the perfectly average 5.0 out of 10 dining experience. The objective middle threshold of where bad becomes good. Friend of the Doughboys, Marissa Pinson and John Glover were the most recent guests as they reviewed Costco's Food Court. It's a two-part episode that covers everything from discontinued menu items to how many Costco hot dogs they could fit in their mouths. Damn, I wish I was on that episode. I'd crush that. Head over to linktree.com slash fine dining podcast, uh, F-I-N-E-D-I-N-I-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, and click B's giveaway to enter a giveaway for an all-expenses-paid trip to your local Applebee's, the current frontrunner for the most mediocre restaurant in America at 5.02 out of 10, for you and up to three of your friends. And you can watch or listen to Fine Dining on your platform of choice while you're there. Enter by May 1st, and the winner will be announced on the May 8th episode. Disclaimer, $50 will be provided for transportation along with a $200 Applebee gift card. I love doing those fast read disclaimer things. Go give fine dining a listen. The search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. This is a HeadGum Podcast. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, your boy, the number one fuck boy. The number one fuck boy. The number one fuck boy. Fuck boy. Brat. 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 Fuck boy. Fuck boy. Holy shit. Joining me as always in the High and Mighty studios is my nearly silent co-host, Arthur Gabris. Arthur, give him a shout out, brother. All right. <laughs> Good to hear from you, dog. And Artie is chilling next to one of his favorites who currently smells like one of his favorite things. Guys, joining me in the High and Mighty studio for Conspiracy Theories Part 5? I think this is 6, dude. Is this? Oh, shit, dude. Because the live one was 5. Oh, fuck. Live at 5, Live baby. at 5, baby. Back to back like Trebek and Sajak. <laughs> Anthony and Tarek, motherfuckers. Pew, pew, pew. Let me clear my throat. Uh, uh. <laughs> Number two, fuck we. <laughs> oh, guys, uh. we're I'm pumped to have Anthony back, uh, fresh off wrapping up season one of the President Show. Yeah, excellent work. We don't this. Everyone who listens to my podcast knows about the President Show because I talk about it, and Do you're you? on so much. <laughs> no, I never talk about it except when you're on. I was say, I I'm always been like, on, I've been on so much. Being like, like the President Show this is another great thing about the President hey, Show. Hey, one of the best things about working on the President Show is all the fucking money. Honey, <laughs> oh, yeah. are you a Jedi or something? <laughs> I ain't got the money. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm doing. I yeah. think that's anti-Semitic. Whatever yeah. I'm. I'm Honey, I sell you for something. Yeah, I got something good for you. Mom, can I go to the podcast races? <laughs> podcast races. Oh, oh, no. uh, oh, oh we gotta save the sketch. All right. Okay. Uh yeah. we're calling we just sent out a cop. All right, we're back. We stopped and we wrote the sketch podcast races. All right, here we You'll go. see it's going out to perform it. We can't perform it yet. People are going to just this see it soon true. in the theaters. This is like Last Jedi. <laughs> you got to wait. You got to wait. We got to plug Last Jedi. Yeah, why? Well, we got it because they don't know this yet, Coming but we're out, in it. 
December 15th. Yeah, we're allowed to tell you guys now, me and Anthony are in The Last Jedi totally as ourselves. Yes. <laughs> we walk up and go, what's this chick doing with a lightsaber? Yeah. We're like, this is the way the world works. <laughs> She should have a lightsaber that's 78% as long as a male's lightsaber. Free Dustin Hoffman. <laughs> the land of the hot takes. We are pro Dustin Hoffman in this house. <laughs> Fuck Free no. Free Dustin. Free Dustin. <laughs> that's the hill I'm going to die on. You know yeah, what? Know. Dustin Hoffman's gone too far. I don't care. Fry all these motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. It's so wonderful. <laughs> Just everyone stop being sketch balls. Yeah, it's a fucking reckoning. Wouldn't dude. it be so easy? I mean, it's gonna, st- it's gotta stop now. People are getting fucking found out. Well, I don't it's know. only a matter of time till this podcast has to come to an end. <laughs> oh, fuck no, Jesus, that's not funny. That's not funny. I'm sorry, guys. I don't edit my podcast, but just oh, pretend shit. that was edited out. And Anthony did not say that at all. Okay, I didn't say anything. I said, said the it was, way worst thing. It was all me. I'm just saying it was all me. I'll take all the heat for anything that comes up on this episode because I invite you to my house. Give you fucking hundred fifty dollars worth of weed, and we just start fucking getting roasted. <laughs> Drinking a fucking magnum of red wine, uh, smoking a little bit of the the old grass. I, you bit. know, I needed it. I gotta tell you, this has been a real treasure of a week. <laughs> yeah, I can only imagine. <laughs> you know, um, uh, you're in a city that's currently on fire. It's fucking terrifying. That's right. If, 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 the flames are licking at us. Every day we joke and we fucking, I know it's like hack and it's just fucking all over. Every day we joke that we're like one step closer to the apocalypse. And then like yeah. the next day, the world is on fire around you. We, yeah, we like, are. Whoa. Well, that gets into the question of like, is our, is that, you know, is part of reality, our collective unconscious's will to to drive ourselves towards apocalypse. Is right. this some sort of... Are we bringing this upon ourselves? Yeah, and you have to question that. Is it time? Well, prior... <laughs> yes, is it time? Is it time for us to die? No, but, <laughs> but think about it this way. Prior to mass media, okay, everyone had their own individual narrative. And not that apocalypse is new, but it was probably some part of the psyche is translates our own death into the external notion of apocalypse, right? Right, because it's in every religion. Right. And even if you're atheist, you would say like, when I die, that's the end of my world. Right, it's a wreck. It's a and recognition the, And the scariest thing about the apocalypse is when someone thinks about the apocalypse, if you're being honest, you don't think, oh my God, in the apocalypse, yeah. Anthony would die, my wife would die, my family, I go, oh, I would die. Of course. <laughs> right, I don't get, like- Because it's, it's connected to right. your So why wouldn't it go the other your, direction yeah. in which your death could equally uh, equal the apocalypse? I mean, I've thought of, I mean, I feel like I can turn my brain on to any number of <laughs> harrowing scenarios. I can see all the patterns in my mind. <laughs> I've got it all. Fa- I see awful. all the possible extrapolations. Have you ever done that and where it, you drive your mind, where you like drive it, you overclock it with like <laughs> scenarios, and then you're like, oh, <laughs> you're like, oh fuck, I need to lie down. I need <laughs> yeah. to smoke a joint. I need to lie down. I need to turn on video games for five hours because yeah. I need to wash my fucking brain. Yeah, but wait, but apocalypse is to say that we, since the collective of identity of even the radio and then the the uh television it was live transmission we have started to narrow the avatar of the human experience into an individual psyche that's reflected back from the television in a way so we are starting to all synchronize in our narratives right and since there seems to be a sort of baby boomer level of <clears throat> control on in some level on 
media, we are living out the narrative of the midlife to late life crisis. So it's natural right. that the that therefore the eye that is looking at the world. Are you saying Donald Trump is like society's ill chosen convertible? Yes. Like Donald yes. Trump is what we're doing as a as a, as a collective yeah. midlife he's crisis. He's the Porsche, and the he's like, like the fucking the 80s, yellow Porsche. Yeah, yeah, yeah the eighties Porsche and the like secretary. Right? Wasn't right. that the whole eighties like midlife crisis? Yeah, thing? you just buzzing down the fucking PCH with the fucking <laughs> big titted. I love bluff. <laughs> <laughs> Bad to the I don't know why it's Third like, Street Promenade <laughs> that just drives right up. Yeah. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> they both exploded. Next up, Third Street Promenade. <laughs> Get out of the way! It's a They're fucking just, yellow porch hitting buskers and like slamming into clowns. Never laugh. <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> So that's Apocalypse. <laughs> that's Apocalypse. Uh, thank you for your suggestion. <laughs> next scene. For our next scene, all we need is... Uh, wow, this new UCB is looking great. <laughs> apocalypse. apocalypse. <laughs> that's how you know the apocalypse has come. Uh, hey, uh, <laughs> shit. As always, we should probably give a blanket. Like We should give our disclaimer at this point. Oh, yeah. That we uh, are n neither experts. That's and the sure. opinions we both convey are not the opinions of our employers and of us alone. <laughs> And possibly a opinion hoisted upon ourselves for the sake of uh, argument on a podcast. Yeah. Might so it might not even be my actual opinion. Yeah, I might <laughs> making up points of view just in order to have a different discussion. As a thought experiment. But now in my mind, it's like bullshit because we gave ourselves a disclaimer. We could be really like a monster in that point of view. We shouldn't do that. No, you. I should I mean, be like, we no, can I'm do it as a joke. the most anti-Semitic guy ever. It's yeah. like, no. No. And I'm like, no, sorry. That's me. <laughs> You're auto anti-Semitic. <laughs> I am I'm auto anti-Semitic. It's a fetish. But but but, but you uh, suck yeah. your uncircumcised. Yeah. Dick. I'm like, well, I'm just just the no Jews are no Jews are always circumcised. circumcised. Yeah, but the uh, but you're like a Russian Jew, so you have that weird penis. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And here we are, boys. You're that Russian. You're a Russian Jew. You got that weird penis. You are. So, are you a Russian Jew? I'm Ukrainian, Ukrainian Eastern Bloc. Polish Jew with Terrifying. some Lithuanian in there. The best kind. I'm the ones who like it's a miracle that I exist because <laughs> my family should have or probably was partly yeah. destroyed. Oh, they they'll finish the job. The <laughs> uh, <laughs> the collective unconscious will finish us all. Yeah, the collective unconscious is driving towards the first. So I want to just say too, yes. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. All this is conjecture. Right. Half the time I mispronounce the things I'm even talking about, like Blatowski, Blavatsky. Yeah, I know. I and we know. Getting welcome tweets to, about it. Welcome to our mentions. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we just want to say, hey, freaks, welcome to the mentions. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, freaks from Reddit. But we talk conspiracies. And this is my most thrilling thing and only comfortable podcast that I do. Right, because you don't have to worry about shit except getting high and <laughs> ranting about fucking conspiracies. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which is something that you and I have been doing for over a decade. Yeah, well over a decade. Well, well over a decade outside of fucking uh, <laughs> podcasts. Yeah, just talking about it. Yeah. So let's fucking dive in. What's... um. Did you get any further research on if my girl Melania is KGB? 
I think she is. <laughs> I think she's a fucking Russian agent, dude. I think she's like another fucking what's it called, Compracata or whatever. The uh, she compromised. Yeah, <laughs> we both. We definitely both said it wrong. She compromised. Laundromat. She's a laundromat. Uh, I I have not gotten any more info on whether Melania. Melania is. It is true. She is so faded in the background. And she is, and there was fake Melania. Let's talk about fake Melania. Is what fake, do you think? Is <laughs> fake Melania fake? I don't know. And if fake Melania was, re- wait, now, if we're saying if fake Melania was real, we're not saying if fake Melania was actually real Melania. We're saying if fake Melania was, fake was Melania. true. It's true. Was so true. This is fake Melania true? If T, to introduce it, though. Then Q. Then Q- Avenue, <laughs> Avenue Queer. <laughs> and scene. <laughs> Oh god, that's so- called a pattern game, guys. <laughs> so we just uh invocated. <laughs> uh, we see a cue. Is it, is it possible, right? Like they would plant the seed. Yeah. Eventually, like, you know, they were like, let's get latched on to some billionaires that we can like, you know, milk in fucking business deals. Then they get Trump over the barrel in some capacity and they're like, let's make this guy fucking run. Well, we think also, we can interfere and fucking do some craziness. I, I, and we think, I, I think he's psycho enough to fucking shatter the government. But it's more incidental than that, which is, I think that like, my guess is that he had some level of debt after the Atlantic city failure where I think he got with her. Who knows what's in a relationship, but like, I think he got with her in terms of, she was, you know, uh, a high society woman who was, you know, doing a lot of modeling and so on. Or she was running in those circles and going right, to those right. parties. And, and that's a very, that's a barrel and, for Donnie to be shooting it. Right. And like that. Like and then, model seeking wealth. Yeah. Well, and all it's not even model seeking wealth. It is also people of means who are, you know, have like she was a model before she made money, but she's in a world where she's not uh, probably averse to meeting a, a really, you know, a billionaire person, the person that they also believe they deserve to be with. Both those people believe they deserve to be with each other. Right. It is a world of confidence, false confidence, real confidence. And having worked as like a waiter in that world and being adjacent to that world when I was in college, like in Boston, it's, it's a very self-involved world. So I don't doubt that she got with him less first, like she was a mole than she got with him. But I think then he gets himself compromised with Russian uh, money laundering in order to prop up his properties because he was losing money in the bankruptcy. Right. And then I think whatever she's got going on, there's compromise there for her. Then there's laundry cart for him. Yeah. And then there's, you know, can uh, of motocross. Cart. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's this Tybo for somebody else. <laughs> but the point being is like each thing was more incidental. He probably was pushed to run, but then when he ran, it was then like, we could give this guy information. If this guy became president, he'd be a fool. Maybe their objective is probably more in the lines of espionage. And my guess is calculations of possibilities versus some sort of um, um, intentional intentional outcome. Yeah. So it's sort of like, well, the likelihood is he'll either cripple the economy or he'll ruin his uh, international relationships or he'll be compromised by his own corruption. And the fact that we compromised him is enough to destabilize the United States right. that the story being true doesn't matter. Right. That's what nobody's even, I think, really considered. The Russians might be like, that's fine. Yeah, we rigged the election. We hacked the election. And it could be What wrong. are you going to do about it? They could, it could, they could, it could it, be false. It could be false. And it would fucking really instigate a lot of fucking inside shit here in America. We would 
So. In other words, it's a psychological operation. It has nothing to do with the We're action. victim of psyops. We fuck, are victim dude, of lifelong dream. psyops, dude. Dude, it's fucking happening. I am like kind of pumped to be receiving psyops. I'm always, listen, give me an I'm ammo aware. crate. Give me an ammo crate and uh, call in a missile strike and I'm good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> call of duty, baby. Hey, baby. <laughs> call of duty. Weed break. Diablo 2. I mean, uh, StarCraft 2. Weed break. <laughs> Yo, weed break, StarCraft 2. Uh, we, I've never been more angry. We discuss this every time we do this I know, because it's like, oh, we fucking... This is our wound. Yeah. I got mad at you. <laughs> I'm on Heroes of the Storm full time now, dude. What's that? That's like the free Blizzard game that's kind of like League of Legends. I'm a fuck. I'm truly addicted. It's really fun. It's free. I, I don't... <laughs> so it's really easy to get hooked. It's like fucking crack. South Park... That uh, game fractured butthole. Oh, oh Appel shit. was telling me about it. So good, dude. The idea someone told me that Eric Appel that the difficulty meter as you slide it up, your skin, your character's yes. skin gets darker. That's so fucking funny. Yeah, and people treat you worse if you're a minority. And real, it's <laughs> funny and real. It's, I know, it's such it's a so great lesson. Up. Yeah, I also think it's so great that they found a way where, like, if you're 11 or 12 and you're playing that game then like you're getting a, a real complex lesson yeah. in terms of sort of awareness of who you are and maybe your privilege. Cause this is a lot of white young suburban kids who buy South Park. Right. Shit, I, pres I presume. So like, but also South Park is it's a good lesson it, to put in there. Yeah. But in the same breath, the show can arguably be nihilistic, which is not the also best point of view that to get, true. To get into 13. Greatest I mean, it's fucking great. It's great. As long as you don't w watch that and go, Oh shit, nothing in this world is worth liking because everything is fucking uh, so assailable. And like they've skewed so much pop culture that you're like, is nothing good? South Park is teaching me they that did nothing that whole is good. Cliffhanger thing, remember right. where yeah. everything you saw was shit? But that's like. The, that's a terrible point of view for a generation of people to have. You know what I mean? Like the South Park. Maybe it's detachment. Maybe it's not even that it's shit, but it's detaching from it. And right. Going, that's the, God, the whole that's world. The nihilism is, of it is no. To me, detachment is a nihilism. Nihilism would 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 say that detachment has, I think, has no value, and therefore there is no value in anything. It's all worthless. Right. Detachment, separate from the notion of uh, of of a, a sort of sense of meaninglessness, is simply saying I'm not going to um, connect with the meaning I'm going to observe and feel the meaning but I'm not going to be reactive to it detachment is just simply removing reaction and right. sort of looking at things sort of like going what through them do and experiencing them but yeah. experiencing them right so there's a difference so I think like if they te if, if that comes from it that's great because then you have a you can survive generation of healthy people you can psychologically survive the world I around doubt you. it though I doubt it. We're all fucking going. So fake Melania. So just to say, there was a picture of Melania where it really looks like some woman wearing a wig and like uh, she has a different nose shape. Right. And the question was, she stood behind Trump and didn't really say much, which is not a different surprise. than for a Melania. That's been established. But people yeah. saw her as physically different. My belief is that Melania was wearing these tan. Um, she wore glasses that she had some sort of tan like um, ridge on those pair of designer glasses that it just made looked it her nose look shape, like her nose shape changed. She does have a sort of flat lip, right? And she, uh, you're saying it was it was Melania? I think it was Melania. Yeah, it wasn't it was such a weird difference, and it didn't make much sense. Like it would have to be a more specific situation for me to be like. 
oh, that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, yes. it just didn't feel like the time to bring out fake Melania was needed there because Melania herself wasn't needed in that situation. Like, why you know? would you go fake through the Melania effort? would come out when uh, Melania is thinking about getting a divorce? Yeah, you know, which I'm sure she is and has been. Here it is. Here's fake Melania. It's clearly her. Oh, don't worry. It's work. clearly her. Yeah, it looks like her. It looks like her. It looks like. Oh, see, see that the, microphone? Oh yeah, you hear that, folks? Um. So yes. So what's what's the, what's the newest conspiracy that are, you're latching onto? The one that, and I'm so loosely loosely engaged on, but I like just did a minor bit of watching and reading is all the prehistory stuff that like. Yes. Aliens came down and affected and affected like uh, our primitive civilization. Wait, this is new that you're reading? No, it's it's been out for a while, but yeah. it's new to me. It's new to right. me lately. It's something I've just recently gotten into. I was curious well, for the you. Prehistory is you guys talking about prehistory? Is that what I'm? Am I t- saying the right phrase here? Yeah, prehistory, like Chariot of the Gods or whatever. Yeah, well, there's a sort of a couple strains, right? There's the alien seeders, like they were aliens, aliens who came. Yeah. And they uh, basically influenced the indigenous peoples of Earth and gave them some sort of DNA shift, and that sort of made us sort of evolve so rapidly. That's like one theory. Yeah. And then there's lizard people who live among us who are actually the controllers of a world that is really uh, filled with the same sort of like primal behavior, but these lizard people are more advanced. your boy, David They're from another dimension. Yes, they're from another dimension. Right. Called a menti or something. It's some other dimension, and they live there and here. Uh, Then there is the giants theory, the, like, giant pale people theory. Right. That is the idea of, like, eight, nine-foot giant people who were either scientists from a crashed planetary vessel or the hollow earth theory that they live down there. They live down there. And actually what we think are aliens are all things coming from inside the earth. That's a fucking great one. Unidentified digging objects. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Can you dig? Can you dig? (laughs) Mind if we dance with your date? Yeah. We maybe we should back off that. If we had editor, we had edited out that moment where we both did a sort of stereotypical voice. Uh, So, but, um, then like we just went off the topic, but then there's also like with the prehistory thing, it's why are there pyramids in South America? And you know what I mean? Like yeah, why so are the same measurements? Yeah. And- why is all these weird? And it's like, is it the sun? Is it where they, you know what I mean? Like, cause there's like our arguments in both directions of why it could be like, not well, here's the other question. Too. So then you get to prehistory where, what if we look at it this way? What if the theory isn't that aliens came down or anything like that? What if the theory is, and we've talked about this before, I think, that like human DNA or sort of brains and so on have stayed essentially the same for about 200,000 years. In other words, how you are now is the same as somebody was like 200, 190,000 years ago. Yeah. Same makeup, same brain, same capacity to basically learn information. So prehistory theories go, how is it possible that for 190,000 years we were a certain way, but we only did shit in like the last 12,000? Right. It doesn't make sense. So the question being... Were there during the ice age, 13, 15, 17, 20, 30, 25,000 years ago, and maybe a previous ice age, were there land bridge societies that existed 
on the ice caps or people who could traverse different parts of the world. So therefore the idea of pyramids or those things are actually leftover vestiges of ancient, Old, ancient human civilizations. That we don't even know about. That we yeah. don't even know about. And that's why there's similarities, but not perfect accuracies. Because it's true. Right, they, someone brought, someone was- uh, It was just a duplicating someone, an idea. Someone was in Egypt, they built the pyramid, they walked all the way across the ice when, the, when it was closer to Pangea, went over there and was like, Oh, hey, shit, look, I got this idea from pyramids. Like, my people do pyramids over there. Let's do a pyramid here. Oh, yeah, but, like, yeah, I guess maybe do steps like Chichen Itza, you know, like. Yes, your 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 timeline is all over the map. (laughs) You're talking about, man, Pangea, walking over from the pyramids to then tell other people that we're building it. you got to follow me. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, you got to keep up. I have no idea. So, like, the guy builds a pyramid, and it's like Pangea. And he's got a pyramid, he's in Pangea, fucking runs across, he's in South America, and he goes, hey, he's like, this is my pyramid idea, and they're like, hey, what's Call it Chichen Itza. <laughs> Chichen Itza. You know what? You guys put steps on it. <laughs> Why'd you put some steps on it? You know, that was a mistake we made without Because we pyramid. couldn't get up to the top because it was so smooth. <laughs> it was, yeah, you're slipping down all day. Yeah, we, we kept dropping it. all our stuff in there. It's called you know, the Luxor. <laughs> it's a luxury <laughs> casino. Check it out. <laughs> and that's That's a commercial for Luxor. Commercial. Thank you, Luxor, for sponsoring Luxor. the podcast. Uh, if you ever go to Luxor, just say to the person behind the counter, promo code MIGHTY. <laughs> That'd be so amazing if people did that. They're like, excuse me? Get a video of yourself going up to the Luxor front desk and saying, "Um, I'd like a room, promo code Mighty. Yeah, please. (laughs) And see if I can get them to start advertising with me. I'm the king of the Luxor, which is like being a king of a fucking... Outhouse. (laughs) (laughs) And remember, promo code MIGHTY. (laughs) But I love it. It's true. The Luxor is the outhouse of Vegas because it's at the very fucking end. And it's so instantly dated in its design. It's more dated than any of the other casinos. And all the other casinos seem classy. (laughs) The Luxor seems like disco. You know, like it showed up and was like, got it. And they're like, that was cool for six months. And you're like, no. You can imagine, not to bring it back to this, but it's true. It's, It's the thing you think would. Trump would do. It's 100%. Luxor it's like pyramids, totally, gold. It's a gold pyramid. And the building looks different than every building. <laughs> I can't believe I'm doing a Trump impression too. Fucking. You tend yeah. to remember you We've been doing it before. for fucking. Yeah, I know. We've been doing it forever. You are just always been fucking great at it. <laughs> and um, then you can lock into that shit. <laughs> Sick fuck. Yeah, let's get in the mind. Um, so and I, I want to say thanks again, of course, because Tiffany asked you to grab her by the pussy as and oh, get a f- don't do that. <laughs> Thank you. What are you doing? I reveal that you grab my wife. <laughs> yeah, that's the big reveal of this podcast. <laughs> um. So what what conspiracy lately, or what like new thing have you uh, recently heard about that's got you excited or got you? Or even is laughable or like is dumb. Like, cause there's like a, the flat earthers are. What about okay. the asteroid? What about that oblong spinning outer extrasolar object that's passing through our solar system right now? Uh-oh. That's called like Mes- Methuselah or something. <laughs> it has like a fucking crazy name and people can't, they're not, I think, able to identify what it is yet. And it's not like it's anything a, that has passed through our solar system. Oh, boy. <laughs> and it's like, and I'm telling you, this alien thing I said at the other podcast, I really believe we're hitting a convergence point where something's coming. We are in the next eight years. I have a feeling we're going to be looking up and going, uh-oh. And <laughs> there's going to be a deep, desperate 
fear in your heart as you look up and go, oh, fuck. What? I don't know what this is. (laughs) What are those? We're dead. Oh, shit. That'd be awesome. Or they're our best friends and we join a federation of planets. (laughs) Yes. And we go where no man has (laughs) gone gone before. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. I can't believe we just did the Bill and Ted's quote just like that. No, <laughs> okay, no. <laughs> wait, that's not Bill and Ted's. Oh, but wait, a real. So that's one. I think it's I do wonder, like, what is this object going through? They predict they, they, there's this whole you know, story or idea of like something that passes through our solar system every 64,000 years. that's supposed to create havoc on the planet. <laughs> Jesus. So like, is that, are, is this beginning already? Or do we, are we hitting, are we getting the front end Dude, of the we're havoc? In the timeline. Right. According to books that are mostly written between 1890 and 19, uh, 1860 and 1960, which are really rooted mostly in anti-Semitism <laughs> and racism. Right, and right. most conspiracy theories have more to do with how can we like Explaining, the alien pyramid thing. Right. I've said it's this like, before. It's it can't just be saying my... those people, brown people, couldn't have made that pyramid. Right. It's very racist. Exactly. Yeah. Fuck, dude. Yeah. And everything in Europe is like, we it's did stone It's rooted in European white supremacy. Yeah, yeah. Most conspiracy theories are driven from a sense of white supremacy also in reaction to the migration patterns that were happening from industrialization that were bringing more people of color into work environments and atmospheres where people were intermingling. And so I think you can track conspiracy theories with the rise of white supremacy thinking and also so many of them have to do with the Jews and the right. Jews and what they were plotting and what they were keeping from people and right. you know nine eleven and and the fucking you know uh, uh, yeah they meet they managed to be like they managed to be like slapped onto everything for a long time and I think Muslims let them off the hook <laughs> like sort of globe at least. Uh, nationally nationally, like Muslims believe in Jewish conspiracy Muslims are so interesting because they are sort of like I'm not saying by the way I I should really pull back for a second (laughs) and say what I mean what I mean right there is that the people in Muslim Christian any community I don't mean the Muslims (laughs) one my my wife was Muslim and I am have, that's my family. So like, I'm not saying it in the sense of like, Muslims believe this crazy thing. Right. I'm saying, I'm saying everybody. Muslims and Christians, what's interesting is both Muslim and Christian extremists both believe in Jewish conspiracy theories. Right. right? right. But there are also Jews who believe in Jewish conspiracy <laughs> theories. Right. That's so pretty the, on game for like the Jewish stereotype. And then it we makes, also hate ourselves. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, well, and I always wonder this and maybe I'm totally off. This is a total speculation, but like Jews are, you know, truly one of the very, like there are very few left. They are sort of like an, a species that's extinct in the sort of division of human, you know, uh, manifestations in the, in the, in the sort of modern Western world, there's only like 13 million, 11 million, you know, people who are counted as citizens of Israel. There's only a certain number of people who consider Jews. So my question being, is there something that is connected to the knowledge of that, that conspiracy theorists sort of therefore go, these people are so mysterious because there's so few of them. Right. I always or wonder that. Is that literally yeah. like, there's not, a, there's not that many of them. We can bully them more. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, we can make that. It can make it harder for them. Yeah. So that's like that's yeah. the driving force between behind. So most Jews are walking theaters. across the frozen earth and dropping pyramids off yeah, all around the that's globe. The that's story. what we're getting at. If I could tie it all together, if I could wrap it up with a bow right here. <laughs> no, but like I'm saying, like it's interesting that that's the case. That so much of it's driven from anti-Semitism. Yeah. And as a Jew, I find it disturbing. Right. But I'm also into conspiracy theories. So then I'm also like. You you also want to take pieces of them and be like, how oh, is it possible this way? Like, did these right. did these right wingers just attach this sort of crazy idea to this conspiracy, so that therefore I won't believe it because I find it to be prejudicial? Right. Conspiracy oh. minds always can go another layer. You can deeper. always just go like the conspiracy is not the conspiracy. Exactly. It's the conspiracy. It's the conspiracy. <laughs> If we could say the most stereotypical stoner sentence, oh, I'm okay. I'll fire off another J-Bop in a this minute. Is good. I know. We got fucking stacked up, dude. Shout out to the PAX era. Yeah, PAX era. It's the it's, PAX era. It, welcome to the PAX era. <laughs> Promo code mighty. If you bring your PAX era to the front desk at Luxor, <laughs> take a big rip and go, Promo code mighty, and then blow a fucking smoke ring around the front desk's head. Send in a video. <laughs> I'm going to end up getting like arrested That's a over disclaimer this. disclaimer to say, do not do not actually do, do any, any illegal activity. <laughs> do not do when... any illegal, illegal activity, but... <laughs> but take a video of take a, Oh, dude. fuck yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. Um, I have another conspiracy theory, which would be that Trump moving the capital, the, the embassy to Jerusalem is about end time, like making end time shit happen, like creating violence in the, in the state of Israel. Jesus. I really like really instigating something. Well, I think someone, do you think Donald Trump is like, was hey, I sitting gotta... there? He's like, boy, I can't wait to move the embassy <laughs> from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. Like he could give a flying <laughs> fuck about that. Yeah. There's someone in his What is ear. the controversy there? What is like the problem with that? Oh, of... well, because Jerusalem split from, I'm also, again, I will disclaim again. I do not fully know what the fuck I'm yeah, talking about. Yeah, we are about. Uh, we wildly underinformed yes, yes. and wildly oversharing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So like we don't know what we're talking about, but right. it's East Jerusalem and then which is Palestinian, I think. And then West is the disputed sort of area. And so the notion was that part of a two state solution would be a shared sort of occupation of Jerusalem. Right. And I think that by moving the embassy to Jerusalem, You're just dropping it. It's, in. it's sort of saying that the Israel, that all of Jerusalem belongs to Israel. And that is a major thumb in the eye of the Palestinian peace process. Right. And so do I think that Trump might've been the one when everyone presented all the options? He was like, let's put it, let's put a thumb on their eye, put yeah. a thumb on their eye. Do and that. yeah. And Donald, if we, if we do this part, you know, this is Bannon or whoever Donald. And if we do this thing, we can really say like, fuck you to so-and-so. Oh, I love yeah, saying exactly. fuck you. All right. Perfect. Sold. So there's no understanding of this is such a gargantuan, change that's going to really uh but get a lot of people up a, in arms about. a lot of stuff doesn't happen what they say is going to happen right why like they get themselves in such hot water with things they say and then never get around to that's what's terrifying yeah yeah they do because they're like willing bullshit. to take the heat for it it's like so you're willing to make that happen you we're just fortunate enough that like the stronger heads have prevailed often enough and like oh yeah knocked terrible things down but they're actually keep trying 
Oh, yeah. And things that don't work, but it's just like... That's why the Rex Tillerson thing happened. I think the reason there was this whole like, threat to Rex Tillerson's job was that um, I think he must have been telling the president, do not do this, do not move the embassy. And Trump put out a thing being like, Tillerson's going to get fired, basically to be like, you better fucking get your shit in line, right, brother. Because this is do what I say, not as I do. And I think that I do think that Pence or someone's in his ear, at, in his ear, and in his, and they are part of some cobble, some fucking Christian end times cobble of people who are like, we need to make Jesus come back. They really believe right. they're like this some- shit's gonna fucking happen, and it's crazy. Oh, it's fucking it terrifying. Cultists. We are. This it's just has a big, become a cult. It's the biggest cult. It took 2,000 years, but it just reduced itself from a message of well meaning, philosophical introspection, sharing of two souls, and a, an enlightenment that like drove and changed humanity as part of a. a as part of a series of enlightenments that happened across religions around the same time. Right. And whatever the interpretation. Yeah. And we've turned it into a treasonous, paranoid, violent cult. That's what has happened. And we are not. And this is a faction of a larger group. This is what's in charge now. Right. Right. The cult is in charge. Yeah. And I am, there was like a piece about it, I guess, in the Atlantic or something today or somewhere. About Pence. About the cult. And I was like, we did that one. We did that on the show six months ago. Right. But like the notion that the press gets a pass for sitting on an obvious idea that could have been examined 12 years ago. 15 years ago right. and has waited until the worst possible time to be like, maybe what's happened with evangelical religion and courting by the right and how the right became so toxically insane. And that's also taken elements of the left and turned them into these sort of poisonous uh, 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 individuals representing this mirror idea of, of, of violence and, and chaos just simply to win for that side, it's dangerous. We've put ourselves in an apocalyptic footing. We get back to the apocalypse. Right. It's all And that's what the Jerusalem thing's all about. Fuck, dude. It's terrifying. There's it's steps terrifying. in the way. Every fuck everything is but there's fucking stop gaps every step of the way. Hold on, there's other there's other conspiracies because I was looking them up. <laughs> We make the one exception for the no looking shit up on this podcast because both of us keep forgetting what we're talking about. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> right. Uh, Let's talk flat earth. What the fuck? How dumb can these people be? I or how dumb am I? Well, I just think that like, you know, we're sort of deciding whether we're going to believe. You have to believe, therefore, that all space flights. Well, even with flat earth or lo- earth or logic where like there's a way where you can justify i guess like going to the level of atmosphere in earth that a ship does that i guess they have some math that says it's possible that it's a flat earth and whatever so i'm sort of just pretending that it is a possible theory for a second right. and saying all of space flight would have to be faked and you would also have to then ask the question why the fuck is everyone lying about the earth being round? Right. Why that, is everybody doing it? Where there's what is the benefit of doing it? That's the question. That's that's what I'm saying. Cause then then that eliminates cover up. That eliminates any reason of a cover up. Because right. there is 
There's no reason for them to pretend it's not flat. Yeah. There's no victory for them. There's no money. That's what that's what I'm saying. So yeah, unless whoa. there's like globe manufacturers are behind it <laughs> yeah. and they don't want to transition to flat shit. Oh my god, what if globe manufacturers are behind oh, flat earth theory? theory just to like <laughs> keep make globe sure. sales up so no one finds out. Uh, it's so crazy. And so therefore I say this conspiracy gets a no Joe. No Joe. <laughs> Welcome back to Conspiracy Theory. Welcome back to High Mighty Part 6 Conspiracy Theories. We just voted that the Flat Earth Theory gets a no Joe. So we're moving on to the next topic. And the next topic, of course, is the CIA killed Martin Luther King. Jesus Christ. That's I believe it's wildly possible. Is it the FBI? That oh, FBI. Him? Yeah, yeah. CIA killed well, Kennedy. The, well, they tried well the right because there was like some shit like they were trying to discredit mlk forever and it makes total sense why they would why they would discredit yeah like yeah. it seems like a, it seems like a, a a normal tactic yeah of course it seems like a completely a, a tactic that they would have have done to discredit times. someone in the public face of public change in the time in which it was happening i'm saying of course it makes sense that that was being done i don't right. think it's Right, that it was being done. No, but, no, no, no. But, right, but, we're but, saying like it's completely possible the FBI did that. Oh, because- of course. Uh, but there's the whole thing is that the FBI director always shows all the new cadets. I was just I don't know who or where I read this, but I guess it's like the Martin Luther King wiretapping or sort of harassment thing. Uh, is taught to all cadets to be like this is what this institution is not about. And it's an admission of what the FBI did to him. Oh, yeah. It's like, you we're don't, different you, Do you know that? No, I didn't It's know really fascinating because it's like, oh, you become a dad. And they're like, we fucking fucked with MLK. We're honest about it. Probably right. not even to a degree that right. is they're really probably true. Like, yes, we were keeping tabs on him. They're not going to say they were disseminating disinformation, but they'll say. Oh, no, they, they admit some pretty deep stuff, but I think they did deeper more fucked up shit than like what they admit. The <laughs> I mean, I don't know about that. But. Right. It could possible. <laughs> I'm fucking. <laughs> Dig deep, man. I'm deep. Throat. I'm just like, we are in a cloud of smoke, like a fucking noir movie. <laughs> and your hat is getting lower and lower on your head. No, my head is shrinking, dude. <laughs> Because I'm spilling my fucking brains out. You look like a totally different person with Ooh, your hat brimmed dog. down like that. Me, dog? Yeah, you look like a guy who... Like a guy who lives in Encino that like sells like sells. Yeah, Yo, like, you want to buy a jet ski, bro? Yeah, I buy sells jet. Hey, bro, come here, man. And you're and you're Don't drinking buy my jet ski. You're drinking some sort of slushy out of the husk of a of a pineapple. Yeah, <laughs> I'm drinking a slushy in a styrofoam cup in 2017. Anytime I see a styrofoam cup in 2017, I'm like, there's got to be a better way. Why do these still? I mean, they keep drinks cold, obviously. But fuck, dude. We, do we they know- really keep drinks cold? cold nah, dude, i'm on that yeti grind dude i know you're a gadget dude so i'm gonna pitch you the fucking what's yeti. this the yeti is just like this new fucking space age technology cups that just keep shit so cold that or so yeti? Hot, that's a yeti i can fucking put ice cubes in it leave it in my car all day and there's still ice cubes in it at the end of the day what does it do how does it do it's that? like some weird ass fuck fucking metal i don't know maybe they put the 30 dollars it costs into the cup in some capacity to protect it from heat but it fucking works dude i'm a, i and yeti is not a sponsor of this podcast unlike the luxor 
and yeah. Pax Era. Pax Era, yeah. <laughs> but the Yeti is not a fucking. Uh, I would sponsor them Promo in a code heartbeat. Mighty. Promo code Mighty. Their fucking coolers are bomb. I watch. People are gonna be in the Menchies. Like fucking fishermen love the Yeti because it fucking keeps shit cold. But then. I fill up a fucking, they have a 32 ounce Rambler. I drink that shit all day long. It stays ice cold, man. Wow, really? It's fucking great. And I know you're a gadget head, so. I like you, gadgets. And you and you maybe have a few bucks to your name this year. Maybe. Um, fucking treat yourself to a nice Yeti cup. Why well, will? Get myself a Yeti. Get yourself a Yeti. Hey, sit down. Have a Yeti. Relax. <laughs> 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 so, uh, what new gadget are you into lately? Uh, I Is have it your this, VR? uh, new, uh, it's like a new pocket, like, uh, it looks like a, like a pig's, like a pig's hoof. And, uh, it's like a sex toy. <laughs> and, uh, you I, put it, you tie it to one thigh and it's like a pig's hoof. It just sort of just dances across your head once in a while, just a little bit, <laughs> and you can turn it up. Yeah, you can turn it up to four hooves, and like, it has you can a turn it all the way up to a full stamp. And as you turn it up, it goes. <laughs> <laughs> it's an awful sound, and it sort of just. Now I know what that sound was when you were in the living room. <laughs> That's why you. I went in the living room real quick. Remember when I went? Remember when I said to you, "I gotta go into your living room alone for five minutes." <laughs> Wee. I'm feeling good, dog. I'm feeling it. I know. Let's smoke this fucking other one now. <laughs> we can wait. You want to wait till we're done or do you want to try to fucking No, power? let's go. We're going to... Uh, I got this like Keef covered fucking... <laughs> oh my God. Oh shit. It's stuck in there. It's so big. Let's just give him a shout out. Three Kings Dynasty. Three Kings Dynasty. Kings wow. You have the lighter again. Do you have the lighter? You fucking thief. <laughs> I don't have it. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, we have matches. This should take only 45 minutes. Hold on, everybody. <laughs> no. Unless they put it somewhere. No, I don't know where it is. Oh, I'll find it. Well, you might have it in your shorts. I might. I do. <laughs> yeah, you schmutz. Oh. As I know, we're going to be real. We're going to leave all that in the podcast. Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> I fucking could not find the lighter. I had to use matches. I called you a thief. Yep. And it was in my on pocket. On the record. On and it was in record. your pocket. I'm looking everywhere. Honestly and earnestly. I'll let it ride. I'll let it ride. I, I did that. I made you look. I thought you were, I, ride, I felt my fucks. Ride, 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 Sally, ride. The bump goes on. Blackbird flying in the like 20 songs. There's a fucking. Welcome back. This is the worst podcast ever. <laughs> this is people have clearly tuned out. By That's this fine point. though. This is when we're in. This is right in our wheelhouse when no one's listening but the two of us. This is when our conversation gets this the deepest. Going to get the darkest. This is when the deepest, about. the darkest. Do you uh, think? Well, I'll ask you a question. Sure. Do you think, with everything that's happening, that there is something? truly askew at the world that there's a that like bigger there's than some bigger than we know it was reality yeah there's something connect there's some sort of unseen connection with everything that's fucking going wild or do you think that if we didn't have 24-hour cable news and internet 
pumping so much opinion information and like, you know, stimuli to you or the fact that there's actually just no regulation to the way this stimuli gets pushed to you that makes you reactive or make conclusions. Do you think we would see the world with the same panic? I I really wonder. I don't know. I don't know because I don't know. Trump is a pretty scary. Is it good or bad that we now know all the bad shit that's going on in this world? Right. Like, like for the, for like, it's obviously good that we need to know it, but it's going to be our undoing. It's like, so disenchanting. I think that it's less to me. It's less about, um, the idea of the world being awful. By the way, this thing is fucking it's great. <laughs> it's crazy. This podcast is about to take another this turn. This is going to take a deep turn. <laughs> it's going to be 40 minutes of silence, and I hope someone listens to it. <laughs> Up on the chain. chain. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was just about to sing the song from uh, that Charlie Sheen prison movie. I forgot. <laughs> I forget how it goes. <laughs> Men, Men at Work? <laughs> the Garbage Man movie. I forget what it's called. I'm fucking stoned right now. Ooh. Ah. Ooh. That's ah. just the sound Thumb of the man. man. Kickback. Working on, on the, the chain. chain. They sing that. I mean, I know it's a. I know it's an old song, but. That's the sound, sound of, of the, the man. man. Kickback. Working on the chain. <laughs> Gang. That's the fucking song I was thinking of. Holy yeah, shit. I'm back. And I think Charlie Sheen is in a movie as, about a prisoner that where they sing that song. God what? help me. I know I sound funky. Hot Shots Part 2. <laughs> yeah, I think it's Hot Shots Part 2. I fucking love Hot Shots, man. Oh, you know who I saw today? Oh, I wish I knew what her name was. You know, an airplane... What's yeah. her name? The the woman who's Ted Stryker's uh, the, oh, the, the the stewardess. Woman. Oh, I can't oh, remember her that's name. So terrible. I, I feel terrible. It's like it's something. Oh, I wish I could remember. God, it, don't I, judge us. We're fucking smoking key. No, right now. to me, it's on the tip. I can't remember the name of the guy who plays Ted Stryker. I, I don't. Me I don't either. remember. I only remember Leslie Nielsen but as the actor's name. She well, Lloyd Bridges. Oh, she was so great. Oh, she's so Can great. Is it Kathy something? I feel like I can't. I, might, I, I'm gonna. Blow it! I might fuck your mind up here, but she reminds me of Karen Allen. She's not Karen Allen. I know that. Yeah, but that's they're very like in the same world. She's they're like in the kind of, Karen Allen world. They have like maybe just because I also crushed on them as older women at the yeah. same time in my life. I saw her today, <laughs> and uh, I was so excited. She was she was in a, a place that I was at, and I was and she was like, "Hi!" and I was like, "Oh yeah!" Like I don't know why, but it made yeah. me really feel so excited awesome. I love to her. I, to. I loved airplane and it's so weird what happened with those guys. They became one of them became super right wing. Oh, of the Zucker brothers. Yeah. Uh, or Zaz Zucker's Abrams. And Zaz. Yeah. one of them's like fucked up. Yeah. Fucking. Or, didn't fuck up. One of them took a harsh turn, right? It's pretty harsh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I used to love those movies growing up. I love all, all right. the spoof movies, even the late ones. I fucking love the movie. Scary Ro- movie. I love scary movie. No shit. Scary movie too. Even more scary movie. Three baby, scary movie three is I'm fucking about. good. That's the couch jumping with Tom Cruise, right? Or is that five? Oh, I don't know anymore, dude. They all blend that's together. Scary. I just two is the one I remember with Chris Elliott with grab onto my strong hand. <laughs> yeah. Like that's the one that stands out. That's like I love Final Destinations. Me too, dude. They're so fun. I love Final Destination five. Believe it or not, so five much. is great. Is five the one with the five, bridge? Yes, five the is bridge the one, bridge. Right? So good. The roller coaster one's good too. Is that four? That's three. That's three. Four is pretty forgettable, if I remember. All right. What's your overall favorite Final um, Destination? Final Destination Death. 
one-off oh, death. Oh, wow. That's I, toughy. I, and it could be in the fantasy or it could be in when the, when death seeks them out. Because I have one. Do you want me to say mine first while you think of yours? No. Hold on. I just want to think of mine first because I want to, I want to be secure in knowing it. And I feel as if... To me, it, I know which one it is. I think I know which one is my, huh? It's sort of two things. There's like my favorite scene yeah. and then there's my favorite death. So I know both, but I'm going to say I know my favorite death. Okay. So I'll tell you my, my favorite death is uh tanning bed, big gulp girl. I don't remember which one that's in. That's in three. That's in three. I, that's my favorite and one. The girl's they, like, I, okay, I'm just going to get- Roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. Of love. And the thing fucking closes yeah, on her and the fucking is. soda spills and it just fries her. That's so funny to me. And it was like the first shot against like that, like I, in my mind, it was like the first attack on like that kind of culture like that. I remember just loving that. I was like, it's so funny. I, well, it's so funny too, because they were so funny and so committed. Right. Those two actresses like- Were great. Were legit like great- funny in, in their character. And that's what I love in five is you realize by my dad. So just to give you a little prep, my father came to visit me in New York and came to fucking play. We should say, yeah, he played you drums. Should, this if wasn't you don't this watch visit. The, if you don't watch the president show, just watch the holiday special the president I, show holiday special. I made I invented I, Christmas. I came up with Christmas, a president show Christmas. And it's great. It's it is a great show, even though I know, but a lot of other great Christine Nagel and Pete Gross and <laughs> all Suzanne the people Fago on the show and yeah, Emmy yeah. Blotnick and all the great writers. Everyone made that great show. But uh, in that show, <laughs> uh, <laughs> me too. <dude. laughs> in in that show, uh, my father plays drums with this like three piece band, and my dad's a drummer and was you know a drummer for a, a lot of really great musicians and so it was a real thrill to have him there yeah it was exciting it was really cool exciting but wait yeah, we cool. were, when we were saying something oh my dad stayed with us but another time and uh i guess i came home from work and flossie and my my wife and uh uh my dad were watching this uh final destination 2 i think and i was like what are you guys doing and my dad's like i love this movie and so we Ended up the whole weekend watching all oh, the Final Destinations because oh, like my dad wanted to see. Your dad's every like, wait, there's five of, of these. He yeah. loved them, and five. You by the time you hit five, you're like, oh, they really had these archetypes that they just plugged into every right. movie. Yeah, it was literally down to the color palette of what people wore, how they wore their hair. It's a very interesting thing to watch all those movies. It's just like Breakfast Club, Straight Breakfast shot. Club, Breakfast Club, yeah, Breakfast just Club. the looks, the dress, the character, what they were. So mine is um, actually from Five and it's the girl whose eye gets lasered out in the LASIK surgery. Oh, Yes, that's holy a, that, shit! That's, that's a, a fucking, fucking good brutal one. death. That's a good one. That one, oh, that one gives me chills because it's it like ends, eye stuff is so but then fucking. Then it ends so sadly because then she just sort of dumps out the window and a car. Her eye pops out and the car runs over her eye. Oh right, 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 right. <laughs> oh, that one fucked me up. That one fucked me up. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Uh, those movies are fucking great. Yeah, they are. Um. All right. Back it up. We gotta bring it in. Um, back into the fold. Are we in a simulation? I mean, I what mean, do they say? Sixty percent chance we're in a simulation. How is it a sixty percent chance? That's according to some mathematician. <laughs> I know, it's, it's like a, one person. It's like more than like it's more than half that we are definitely a simulation. It's definitely more than half. That's fucking wild. 
But then the question is, is what are we saying is a simulation? And like, right. you know, are we qualifying that what we're really recognizing is, is, is simply that part of our experience is both generated from our expression of our perception as is consciousness. And then another aspect of reality is the physical manifestations or consciousness of external things that relate that are not you. Right. So right. both things are probably intersecting with each other and that can create the notion of a simulation because so many more things are affecting reality than just the neutral construct of reality that we right. sit around. Ooh. Oh, just fucking jizzed and diarrhea at the same time. A classic jizzeria. <laughs> it's rare. Rare I get a jizz. This is so gross. What am I doing? A The old jizzeria. It sounds like a character from one of the fantasy novels I read. It sounds like a pizza place that has come as the topping. Yeah. Welcome to the jizzeria. What can I get you to tonight, huh? Couple of regular? Uh, no, no regular. What, what do you get? What doesn't have cum on it? Everything has I got cum. bad news. It's either cum. Everything's cum. The only thing that doesn't have cum is Hawaiian. All right. All so. right, we'll take cum. Oh, Just kidding. I love Hawaiian pizza. <laughs> Anthony Atamanik, fucking gotcha journalism. Do you like Hawaiian pizza? Uh, no. <laughs> Busted. No we got you. I don't Take like them down. Pizza. <laughs> you don't like you, Hawaiian pizza. No. Ham and pineapple is what we're talking. Yeah, I know. I don't like it. I, there's oh. so many other flavors of pizza. You're I'd right. There's have. a lot better, but I love a good Hawaiian pizza. No. If I'm I, at like a pizza. Because it's always got fat. I've never thought of Hawaiian pizza. The concept's great. I love, I love ham and salty pineapple. And sweet. Yeah. But my issue with that fucking pizza is it's always a pizza place that's like this thick, shitty, non-Italian fucking crust. Yeah, and it's like a cube of pineapple. Yeah, where people make Hawaiians is where shit pizza is made, right. I feel. And it, tell me, someone prove me wrong. There's, I mean, I, I've had some good Hawaiian slices from some fancy places. No, but. give me like... Give me a fucking Fuck buffalo chicken oh, dude. pizza. Buff chicken pie from Gino's on Jerusalem. If I could bring it back to Jerusalem for a second. Jerusalem Avenue in Belmore. <laughs> fucking Gino's, dude. Their buff chicken slice. I used to drive pies up to Tiff when I would visit her and her family. And her brothers would just go ape shit. It's like the, I eat. At My Hero, every time I go back to Long Island, and I also always get a buff chicken pie from fucking buff Geno's. 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 Uh, there, and there's like five Geno's on Long Island. President Trump has announced today <laughs> that he's moving the U.S. Embassy for Israel to Geno's in Jer on Jerusalem. And, uh, Scott, you know, and the mooch is back. And the mooch is back, by the way. Running a Geno's. <laughs> I'll be a Geno's. I can't. Uh, Mario, I can't take Mario's character. No, you you can't do Mario's character, motherfucker. Check your email. Check my email. I'm trying to fucking minimize it because I'm fucking uh, about to pay attention to it. <laughs> so, are you so pumped to eat, dude? It's stressing me yeah, out I'm that Tiff isn't home and hasn't started cooking yet. Her eyes. How is that for heteronormative? Right. What? She's getting her eyebrows done. Lashes. Lashes. She got her brows done. She got microbladed a while. Shout out to... Is that like a tiny Wesley Snipes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Motherfuckers try to ice skate uphill. Uh, <laughs> that'd be awesome. She got microbladed. It's when a bunch of tiny day walkers <laughs> climb across her eyes and slice them up. It is kind of like that. Microblading is like tattooing. That's what they do. They go like... Yeah, and they right? like tattoo... Uh, she got her eyebrows tattooed on. 
It's fucking sick. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, it's wild, dude. It cut her getting ready time down a lot. It's great. That's a bit, I mean, did that hurt? Yeah, I think it did hurt for a couple oh, days. As much as like a tattoo hurts, fuck. I think. I, I, I mean, someone who's gotten both microblading and tattooing done, let us know which one hurts more. Do you have tattoo? I have one. And of course, it's... Long Island, Island. bro. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. I went to Gurney's. I went to Gurney's, dude. You did? Yeah. I oh, fuck yeah, Gurney's. dude. Earthquake in Nassau. <laughs> That's so, my little just joke. Just so you know, what, jo- what Gabrus is doing is uh, he's just sort of pulling on his skin. And I'm, sp- say, I'm, I'm pulling and my bat wings down. Like his muscles. It's I'm just tugging a, on my bat skin. <laughs> Everyone should know that Gabrus says, Huge, like you, and he holds his arms up. He's just got like a huge, thick, thin it's fucking of filled with water. You can hear it <laughs> sloshing around when I it's, move my arm. Oh, it's crazy. It's cellulite and fucking water. You just hear <laughs> it comes out like fucking cheesecloth. It like shoots out like a sprinkler as I wave my arm around. When we were a kid, we used to call that Oprah's on because there was a commercial for Oprah on PIX where everyone was cheering. Like they were like a barber would stop and cheer because like Oprah's on. It's 4 p.m. It was like the promo. And one woman was like an older woman who like raises her arm and goes, Oprah's on. And she has like those big fat old lady arms. And there's like, and I'd like it burned in my head as a kid is like, Oprah's on. (laughs) Like just the weird shit you see and you just never get the image out of your head. Oprah's on. <laughs> Oprah's on. And I feel like I've talked about this on like 11 different podcasts. I'm sorry, whoever that lady is in that promo. But that's the lady you want cooking you food, though. Our podcast, here's this conspiracy idea. A podcast, it seems like, ultimately is just like you eventually just repeating yourself a lot and like saying the same thing over it's a way to fucking like nullify people. And like, it's a way to like fucking. I'm like, oh yeah, let's just get a bunch of people who are outspoken and get them to just talk for hours to no one and repeat themselves. And then they'll get tired and won't actually incite change. They'll just keep fucking. This gonna be a point. fucking Mac Weldon ads. This is gonna be a point in podcasting in like 40 years. Where it's going to be, there's going to be all these podcasts like, well, let me tell you something. I think that's pretty crazy and wild. That's a wild thing. I'm so high. Let me tell you, man. And <laughs> it's know, like, you know it's wild and it's right now? all, and like young people are just like. No, I'll tell you what's going to happen. Beaming candy lights into their eyes <laughs> and like incensory like bubbles with like Ooh. no, like no muscles <laughs> stuck. Everyone's just like Wally people yeah. flying around just like, oh, podcast, podcast, keep me going. <laughs> Yeah. And then we're just sitting here going like, buy this product, buy this product, give me the money, here's my podcast. <laughs> I'll tell you what, if you come back for the T-Mobile chat and chat. <laughs> chat and chat? Yeah. T-Mobile ch- Welcome back to the T- T-Mobile, of course, promo code MIGHTY. If you go into a T-Mobile store smoking a Pags vape, blow a smoke ring around a T-Mobile, you can say... <laughs> Promo code mighty and hit him with a shat and chat. <laughs> please tag it shat and chat. And dear God, please don't actually do this. You fucking idiots. Don't Opie and Anthony me out here. Do you remember that growing up? You're from Boston. I'm from Long Island. So yeah, this, uh, we both I didn't were really listen to Opie and Anthony. I was, I was more a, of a Stern guy. I was a Stern. Uh, we had Stern and O&A, but my dad was more into Stern. So I rebelled and got more into O&A. But we, my dad listened to both. O&A fucking did that thing like. 
you got to go fucking weird places, then call into the radio show about it. Oh, and those yes. people fucked in the church. Yes. I think they fucked the St. Patrick's Cathedral. Yes. And then when they called in, they were like, holy shit. And like the Catholic Diocese of New York was yes. like up in arms and they got like taken off the air. Fuck that. I mean, that's crazy. What was Who that cares? noise? <laughs> it's the end times. <laughs> it's the end times. Well, we both clearly weren't raptured. So and now we're stuck Dude. in this hellscape. God made weed to protect you from the rapture. All those, I'm sure that's like a fucking printed on a tank top in the 60s. God made weed to protect you from the rapture. <laughs> yeah, like when God takes us all up, man, only the stoners are going to be left because we're the only people who really know what's going on. You the know? meek shall inherit the earth. Yeah, man. So you keep yourself dumb and and bond, you know, you keep yourself ground. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Nosebleed. Government is enacting podcast initiation where... Do they want to? How long until podcast hosts are bra uh, brainwashed by the government already? Via already via subtle ad buys that we don't realize until they've got you all the podcast hosts saying the same thing, and then it's like a fucking Manchurian candidate. It's like a chance where they activate us all through like promo code makes everyone go activate and like fucking what? starts attacking diplomats. <laughs> I was gonna say the conspiracy <laughs> is that they all enter a promo code for like socks. Yeah, they get buy one get bogo socks. What's the one you do? I love Mac Weldon, the undies. Remember Mac we threw out those undies. socks? Yeah, I, underwears. I, I think I got some. I think you, I have You got some. a bunch of the socks. Yeah, they work. Yeah. I'm wearing the underwear right now, dog. I love underwear. I've shouted out like 50 products. This is our sellout episode. We're going to get some fucking this money off this. This is a total sellout episode. Yeah, it's time, dude. Fuck it. I'm cashing dude, in. this is six episode. This is bigger than Final Destination. <laughs> <laughs> We are bigger and better than Final Destination. <laughs> oh, oh, my shit. God. I love the lack of any direction that this is. I at. know. Let's let's buckle down and hit, hit another conspiracy. So what else is going on? What else? We, what are some classics? Like, well, what are some classics? Like, what are some what are ones that always tickle you? Even if we've repeated on this podcast, I'm sure we will never say the same thing twice. Um, I mean, purpose. my my. Uh, we have like memento disease. We don't remember any of the previous episodes either. I mean, <laughs> crisis of, actors always weird me out. I've said that before. If that's a fucking real thing. I was like looking at crisis actor videos a few weeks ago. I think maybe, maybe we were, it might be two months ago. Cause I think we were going to do a bit on it or whatever. And so, uh, it's so bizarre because like, it's so clearly people who are experiencing extreme trauma. Right. And you're watching their psyche process this trauma and therefore their defenses, their shock, everything of how they are is bizarre. Some right. people, not all people, but some people behave bizarrely when yeah, they're it's under shock. Yeah, psychological trauma. So like we normally up until only 10 years ago and even less had the capacity to show on mass and instantaneously people's reactions to trauma, right? And so we're not used to it. And also it's embarrassing for people who aren't experiencing it. They're like, oh, why are they behaving that way? Right, that way is weird. It makes it's me uncomfortable. uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. So what happens is the notion of crisis actor comes from really the term for an 
an emotionally unavailable or ignorant person to observe someone else's grief and make the narcissistic decision that, that it faking. can't be that it's true. It must be that there's something wrong with why them because would it makes me uncomfortable. Like that. Right. that is what's so fucked up about crisis actor theories. Right. Is that it is the ultimate that example of ego and, and, and fucking self-involvement. And it also is like... One of those things that like removes all empathy in like a swath, like the fact that it's a possibility, like chips away at empathy. Yeah. And I feel like at the heart of it, a lot of these like negative conspiracies chip away at empathy where you start to yeah. go like, well, why even bother if voting is fixed? If anyone could, you know, like it just you get you stop caring. Well, it's like, well, I'm going to keep giving uh, money to the poor. But then you hear charities are bad, you know, like you hear yes. this shit and you're like. Oh fuck! Fuck everything. Nothing matters. I, it, you start to like. It, you're going back to nihilism. Get so self-centered, and on, you or know, you spin yeah. inward. Yeah. Well, nothing is nothing. I mean, it's also like there's any. I never understand it because nothing really changes. Like if you lead a life where you you're gonna be an imperfect person, and you're gonna not like you're gonna do things and experiencing things in your life that you're not gonna like about yourself. Right. And no shit. And you're gonna do things <laughs> that are gonna disappoint people to the degree that they kind of don't really forgive you. You know, there's a lot of oh. Are we getting a warning? Strong winds overnight creating extreme fire danger. Stay alert and listen to authorities. Shit, dude. <laughs> I was like, someone's texting both of us, thinking something a mutual friend, and then instead it's the emergency service. Wow, yeah. Uh, to date this, Jesus Christ, that's terrifying when you get peak stoned, and then you just get a message that, be careful tonight, that everyone just got on their phones. As we're talking about fucking conspiracies and like negative energy conver converging, all right, now's the time, okay. Anthony. Yes. We need to activate. We always end on a hopeful, positive oh, note this here. Is it. This let's is make, let's turn it around now. Now that we just yes. got an emergency alert about fires and strong winds near where we're both living. It's currently. a good thing. Actually, I'll start right there. What this is technology the advantage is going to save technology. us. Yeah. This is the type of thing where it's like, wow, I get this general alert that like right. can keep me safe and aware. The That's other thing about this technology thing. is it may be our undoing. But in the meantime, it's uh, really stopping some fucking terror. It's like alerting everyone to a lot of bad shit that's going on. It's alerting people to what's bad's going on, and you and know, letting us and letting those people connect, letting I, people converge on singular. Have I told ideas. you the Periscope thing that I do? No. So like Periscope, I guess it's like never really took off. I don't think people really like it, right? I, I don't know. I think because like you can go Instagram Live. I think everyone likes it to come from like one place. So my like thing that. is, is that I still have it on my phone. So I will look at it because I was never someone who was like, I'm going to. Hey, guys, I'm, I'm yeah. unboxing a Lego. I'm a voyeur. And so like I I'm like, who's fucking on this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but like I love um, going to you can go anywhere. So you can go to Tehran, North yeah. Korea. You can see it. Like, uh, I know. Anthony and there are people who broadcast from there. And so like I watch this like. North Korean couple like dig their car out of their snow and like drive down to like downtown and like you could see it. And it was to me that those are the things I'm like, that's so fascinating. And seeing a kid play guitar in Tehran, a park in Tehran and yeah. like people hanging with them and like them playing Western music and, and, and just the point of the normalcy of it. And I, and I think 
I actually really respect it and why I think Instagram is like such, again, these things are all these very Western, very privileged sort of performative acts of being like, this is who I am. Right. Here's my fucking thing. And I do it. I'm not saying I'm exempt from doing that. Right. Because I participate in those things. But it's things. less like raw and voyeuristic. I'm yeah. definitely not someone who's like live streaming like my life and shit. But yeah, like, I mean, not yet. Not until I can figure out a way to make a lot of money. Yeah, not until I have like a camera hanging in front of my face. But like, but the <laughs> Hey book, guys, it's me, Anthony Taminik. Yeah. And again, we're doing another 24-7. Uh, follow yeah. me around. But Periscope's like the PBS of like online broadcasting. Right, right. Because, or self-broadcasting, because it really is like windows into these people's worlds yeah, and, like, who's and you still can there? search by a map see that's yeah. the thing you can go and just see a map of of these little pinpoints i probably sound like such an old man i gotta say but like i really hey, we are old men it's i fine. think it's special and interesting and it we're was both cool. baby boomers yeah <laughs> we're both but here's the thing it's it was cool to see that north korean couple being doing like, a piece of their life and maybe it's propaganda because i know it's north korea for all i know those periscopes a, could be actors, propagandistic yeah, right. and it's possible bringing it to conspiracies, but what I like to think when I'm seeing like the guy outside of Kabul, who's like trying to dig his car out of a ditch and like it's yeah. people problem solving is like, we're all, I know it's so cheesy, but we're all the same. We're all, we're all the around the shit. world. We're yeah. all sharing the same consciousness to some degree. And we all really want to be left alone, enjoy ourselves, <laughs> talk and chat, have a little food and, and go to bed. And the rest of it, is like for these greedy psychopaths who who just who can't really, get we enough keep letting out of it. run us. They, we keep letting these psychopaths run us, and it's about it time we stop them. Honestly, and I think what it is is because for a long time they were they realized that they could run the shit. It's like the kids in a high school club who are a group of fucking losers. Yeah, they start running the club, and they realize let's just keep losers who are like us running this club. Yeah, and we get the club. So. I feel like what's happening now is a lot of people are getting into politics because they're like, fuck it, dude. I was not going to do politics because, but now I just see we have to do something about this. I feel like yeah. that's what, like that, that viewpoint of like the greed, greed was like, and I'm sure politics to a degree, like chicken or egg, what, what's the greed? Does it drive you to do politics or does politics drive you to greed? I'm yeah. sure it's a fucking compound, fuck you, uh, exponential thing. Yeah. But it's one of those things where it's what the, I'm fucking wading out there into the ocean. Oh yeah, it's great. <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking out there. But it's like now I think people are saying like, okay, politics is like a thing that maybe I need to do. Yeah, like, civics. Yeah, yeah, civics. People get like, involved, right? People are like, fuck, dude. People who otherwise maybe, and I know like you know, there's like a certain segment of like. Uh, uh, the left or like the underground esque movement, or at least like the I the looking out for other people mentality. I think a lot of those people go into things like education and teaching and not just trying to reach a certain number of m money, you know, or yeah. like the arts and um, all that shit. And then it's like, now those people are like, this is what I really want to do. But I think what I need to do is fucking uh, get up, step up in my little, and you hear, feel that on the local level and like all that. Ex yeah. Again, I'm just trying to, f we're doing the positive stuff. It's like those positive. local elections, like in Virginia that fucking went, like went the other way. And it's like, that's because people are fucking coming out of the woodwork and it's like, yeah, everyone's like, oh, fuck it. It's time for us. We, we have to do decide shit. and yeah. vote. We have to do something. We have but to get everybody's voice out there. Would and not you just go? Money. Would you run for a local office that you could only have to serve in like once a week? <laughs> I don't know. If would I you? Do. I don't know. Cause like if once they start reaching into my closet, they're going to find some skeletons, baby. Well, yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter anymore. Right. It doesn't matter anymore. You're indestructible. Like you're, nothing you, you're, nothing you've ever nothing, said or done can affect you. Nope. There's nothing you can <laughs> Unless do. Unless you're trying to be on TV.
Yeah, that's true. That's the only thing. Like only people on TV are really held to like an extreme extreme level. Well, I think people are being caught up to a level of how they should be held to. to be well, honest. well, that's another thing. No, I mean I'm for just saying, I mean yeah. for what they say. Oh, I'm just saying for what yeah, they say, yeah, not yeah, for yeah, what yeah. they're doing. What they're yeah, doing yeah, yeah. is people. But I'm saying hot. in politics, that's not true unless right. unless you're Al Franken or unless you've been um, what's his name, the guy. Uh, ooh, that's a conspiracy. Oh fuck! Like we almost got by with this. So I mean, and I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying without Franken, like. You know, there's calls for him to resign right now at the time we're recording this. But like yeah. you look at like Roy Moore and like this guy is going to get elected and he's a fucking, you know, pretty arguably a pedophile. pedophile. And so it's not to say like, you know, Frank, it should stay or like it's saying like it's crazy the level of. Well, because the left are, and everyone's like, Frank and Frank and Frank. And even the left is like, come and, on, guys, we got to like. Yeah. Knock Frank I'm saying down. the accountability of Trump, Roy Moore and people on the right. I'm waiting to see. When that starts happening, and I don't think it will, and I think it'll be interesting to watch one party of some, you know, let's argue coming to virtue they should have come to before, yeah, uh, but exercising virtue in a way as the other side isn't, and they're not going to purge their creeps, and they're not going to take the president out, right. and then we're going to have this weird shift that's going to happen. That yeah. will be a very interesting like thing to see. A, a final drawing of the line in the sand. Yeah. Like, where do you stand? Like, but how, now- the, how, how hard are you willing- Like, what are you willing to do? Is it Conyers? John Conyers is the one who's accused in the yeah. representatives. Do you Did you hear the story today? So Chandra Levy was a woman who went missing, who was Gary Condit's uh, intern. Converse. Gary Condit. Oh, I don't know. Okay. Gary okay. Condit was a California congressman uh-huh. in the spring before 9-11- a a young woman named Chandra Levy who worked for him or was like somehow knew him having an affair disappeared and he was accused of killing her and getting rid of the body and her body was supposedly near this park and her story was the number one story in the news the day of 9-11 oh shit and then it disappeared the conduct story just disappeared okay now Conyers says to whatever woman he, I guess, reported today, she told the story with him, is that he made an advance and she rebuffed it. And he said, well, you know, you don't want to have happen to you what happened to Chandra Levy. And it was like she he didn't know if she was just he was threatening her, whether he was also you know, oh, he's he, serious. He said and, that to her, but it's sort of like saying, "Like, oh, are you saying that you know? Not something only you know about something what happened, Gary Condit did, and then also like, you're threatening someone." That's the that's the the question. Oh, that was the, shit. and I'm not. I'm being irresponsible and just saying, like, this is what I heard today or saw on the news. Yeah, and, like, and apparently, we know this we don't have a big enough audience her. that we're fucking making people lose go ape shit over here, so we're safe. I know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You got to piss. <laughs> Did you not want me to tell you people that? Um, well, that's let's leave that on. Let's leave on this positive note of the fucking. <laughs> no, it's just a positive note that we had a new conspiracy theory that is fresh. Right. And the positive note is that we, we had one of those. Yeah. And the other positive note is that uh, we're having a we're having a good time. Life is is, is good. It's right. tough for some people, but it's all coming out. And we're coming together. And we're coming together. And that's what's wonderful. People are fucking, people it may be people. tribalism, but at least we're finding our tribes. People are people. people. <laughs> 16 tons. What? <laughs> um, guys. 588 to 300 <laughs> Empire. Empire. Guys. 
watch the president show at least the holiday special and then i'll make you watch the rest because it's so fucking watch good. all of it watch all of it but i'm saying if you gotta if you if you're you gotta give pick it one, one if you gotta pick BB one newerth mark Be- hamill joy behar yeah. mario cantone john gemberling adam pally james adomi and everybody more. everybody everybody is everybody everybody um as always guys i'm at john gabers on twitter you're at the re- at- tony a-t-a-m-a-n-u-i-k <laughs> Uh, very SEO capable, very search engine optimization over there. And, and Tony Atamanik. Um, uh, follow us on Twitter. Tweet at us your conspiracy theories. We'll like them and not respond in any capacity. <laughs> I'm at John Gabriel. You know what it is. Uh, listen to the Action Boys. Listen to Raised by TV. And bye, shitheads. That was a HeadGum Podcast.